Hi, this is Jack Tester, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Lounge. I've got the privilege and the honor of sitting across the desk from Bill Raymond. Bill Raymond is the owner of Frank and Lindy Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling in Peekskill, New York. And Bill joined Nextar, I think it was in 1993, right? 1996. 1996, okay. Long time ago. And Bill has been a long-time trainer for Nextar. So, hello, Bill. Hey, Jack. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. And I was thinking we had the Bills in doing some filming for our 25th anniversary project we got going on here. And I thought we'd take advantage of this and, and pick your brain on some things that you've learned as a trainer that really stand out to you as important. Sounds great. Sounds good? It sounds awesome. So first, tell us, uh, how long have you been a trainer for Nextar? Uh, first training class was in 1999, so that makes it 18 years. Unbelievable. <laughs> You're not kidding. So Bill is, you know, you are definitely by far our most tenured trainer. So thank you for what you do there, Bill. Thank you. And what have you taught for Nextar? What are some of the classes you've taught? Well, I uh, began with the Gold Star Management Academy, which is now okay. service management. Okay. And I've done uh, VIP sessions at uh, some of our membership meetings. Um, I've done HVAC sales management. I've taught the service system. Um, going to be training uh, training mastery coming up here. So there's there's a lot of things that I've dabbled in. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> so I thought it would be fun. You know, you also operate a business, and you've got the opportunity to to come into Nextar in our seminar land and learn content, train content, which is you know the best way to learn it. Quite honestly, is to train it right and. What I'd like you to do is is talk about one, maybe two things that really stand out to you as impactful or important, or maybe that our members don't always think about. So what is one of those? Well, one of them, I think, that, that I learned um, in in my experience training is, is the theory of ABCs uh, okay. in management. So what that is, is A stands for antecedents, things that be, that come before a desired behavior, which is the B um, in, in the ABC. And then the C are consequences. So we'll start with the antecedents. So the most common antecedent to uh, that you work on before a desired behavior is training. Okay. So we spend a lot of time training uh, people uh, with the hope that it's going to cause them to change their behavior and deliver the results that we're looking for. Okay. Um, so what, we, what, what I learned through my process of learning to train management classes is that actually with an antecedent, the thing that comes before the desired behavior, training as the best example, you only have a 20% chance of or likelihood that the behavior is going to continue based on working with antecedents. So training alone is only going to give you a 20% likelihood uh, that that behavior is going to recur. So let's, let's stop for a second there. Just on that point, okay, I want to just kind of emphasize what you just said. You know, we, we have close to 5,000 people that will go through Nextar training this year. I don't know how many man hours has been dedicated just in Nextar training, not just with Nextar trainers, but the employees. As we sit here, there's 70 people going through a leadership master class across our office right now, three days, and just how many hours of time is being put in to learning, right? and motivating and equipping people to do something different 
And the whole purpose of training is to change a behavior or to learn a new behavior, right? It's not to change. You know, one of the things we say is in training, you know, whatever you're doing before the training doesn't mean, and if you learn something new, it doesn't mean that what you're doing before was wrong. That's right. You just have new information now mm-hmm. that will cause you to act in a different way. Correct. Is that fair? Yeah. All right. So I just want to set up that the, the antecedent is what is really going on in our membership. And if you think about every company, they will have a weekly training or some endeavor like that that's going on in their business. Mm-hmm. All right. So, but you're saying that only 20% of the of the impact or 20 that only creates a 20 percent explain that to me again bill it will it will create a 20 percent likelihood okay that the behavior will will reoccur okay so training alone will will uh will only give you a minority chance of uh, of that behavior recurring again so where the exciting part happens is in the consequences which is the c in abc's so um, I'm pretty sure that all of you were thinking when I said the word consequences that they are negative. Well, um, it's that, a negative word, yeah, right? It's, it, in our society, consequence always meant something bad. You know, there will be consequences for that. Um, but in reality, consequences can be positive. Uh, in fact, they uh, could be positive. And the theory is that consequences should have a ratio of 4 to 1 positive to negative. Um, so okay. when we think about consequences, we're talking about coaching, we're talking about weekly meetings, we're talking about feedback, we're talking about good job, do that again. So what's exciting is that with consequences, there's an 80% chance that the desired behavior will reoccur. Um, so training is very important and is a necessity, mm-hmm. um, but consequences is really where the rubber meets the road. So, okay. uh, you know, implementation coaches... Um, PBODs, um, using your business coaches, um, weekly meetings with your team, um, direct feedback, praising good jobs, uh, you know, along the way. And it's, it's specific to each individual person, of course. Um, but focusing on appropriate consequences after the behavior is going to really cause that to repeat itself over and over again. And what's unbelievable is that where do we spend most of our time? As on the A, a right? We spend it on the A. So we spend 80% of our time on something that gives us 20% of the results. Um, so what we're, that was a big shift for me. It was uh, learning that was, um, was just really eye-opening for me. So that's what I would really say is the number one thing that I've learned and would love to share with other people is that focus on those consequences. Okay. All right. Well, we should have the consequence class here at Nextar. I'm sure it would be <laughs> fill up right away. It would be a positive consequence class. No. But, it's, but the consequence, though, I mean, and, and so let's, let's, let's take this a little further now. So I send an employee away to training, right? Mm-hmm. And they, that's the A. Yeah. So what are the routines? What are some of the routines you build in? What are the con- well, give us an example of some of these consequences that, that a member could sit here and say, okay, I'm just sending three guys to service system. What are the things that would help me ensure the behavior occurs routinely long enough that that new behavior becomes a, a habit, mm-hmm. right? So talk about that. Well, I think there's, there's lots of things that you can do. Certainly ride-alongs, you know, getting in a truck with somebody and then watching them execute the behavior and praising them immediately afterward okay. is a positive thing. Um, focusing on what went well. Um, that would be one. Your weekly meetings, where you're going through uh, individual job tickets. You okay. Know? Um, when you you know this, I think you know your options were fantastic. Um, you know, or perhaps you could have done something differently. Um, mm-hmm. So, 
timely feedback and consistent feedback, I think, is uh, is going to work. So ride-alongs, coaching, um, uh, praise. You know, if somebody sells a nice job, send them a text message right away or call them and just say, hey, I just got this, you know, came, came through on the system. Mm-hmm. Um, great job. It's a question for you, Bill. Consequence. Mm-hmm. How long does a new behavior have to be done? And that we know how difficult changes, mm-hmm. right? We, we have these patterns that become routine in our life, and then it's very difficult to change those for everybody, mm-hmm. right? So how long do you, do you have to do something different before it becomes not different? Does that make sense? Yep, sure does. I, you know, rule of thumb is 21 days, um, okay. three weeks to a month. Uh, but like anything else, if you stop doing it, uh, it will eventually kind of go away. So uh, to embed a new behavior is minimum of three weeks. Um, but managers that are out there listening, you know, continually doing ride-alongs, continually doing weekly coaching sessions, continually providing uh, positive consequences. So it just becomes part of the culture um, right. on a continual basis. It's, it's not something that you check off a list and you're done. It just never ends. Okay. But that first 21 days, if you're really trying to do something different and significant and people are stretching to try a new behavior, a new endeavor, whatever that is, you've sent somebody away and they're learning the service system for the first time. So now I'm offering, you know, multiple options where I've never done that. Mm-hmm. You know, that takes a different, there's a different routine now for a service call for them. Mm-hmm. That 21 days, the reinforcement without being a pest, but just understanding that that's what we're up against, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I would think that would be a real critical time period. There's no question about it. So what is that 20? What can you do during those 21 days? Yeah. Make sure as a manager you're looking at their tickets every single day and giving them timely feedback. Um, ride along, certainly. You know, again, um, um, you know, having a technician check, with, check in with you in the morning um, okay. to make sure that they're prepared or, you know, um, if they have any questions or if you want to maybe at the end of the day debrief all of the calls. Um, so having something in place at a minimum for 21 days of intense um, coaching right. and help, right. um, I think, can help help that get traction. Got it. Got it. So, 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 so the solution is if, if we send someone to training and they're not necessarily doing what we they should be doing, we haven't got the behavior change we want, so often our, our first knee jerk is to send them to training again mm-hmm. and to send them to training again yep. and to keep doing this. And you know, finally they'll, quote, unquote, get it. Hopefully, what what I'm hearing is while that may be needed, if they don't really know what they're to do yet, the better the better management activity would be to focus on the positive, and I'm going to say it, the negative, mm-hmm. or the the other consequences yeah. that, that could occur. Yeah, they are absolutely, you know, it's a part of it. It's a four to one ratio, so there will be negative consequences, you know, um, and uh, you know you can call it constructive feedback or whatever you want, but it's you know people usually perceive it as negative, and that's okay um, as long as it's in the right balance yeah. with, with the stuff. That's well, if, if I think if, if some employees, I mean, some people, if, they, if there's not a negative consequence, right, there, sometimes there's not the motivation too, right? So they're not always looking for praise. I mean, there's got to be a consequence too. They have to know that if they don't do what's expected at some point, right. there's going to be a conversation. It might not be mean. It shouldn't be demeaning for sure no. but they know that that it's not going to go unnoticed exactly is that right yeah so you know having a culture of accountability is certainly um important you right know, that, that there are minimum standards that have to be met and it's my job to to get you there you know right. um, that's why we do it yeah right. exactly um okay. but if you don't get there for whatever reason then there 
could be a negative consequence for that. Do you ever talk in your training classes? You know, what, what we always, what we're talking about now is where as a manager, I'm the consequence, mm-hmm. positive or negative, right? right? Um, what are some things an individual can do to kind of provide those for themselves? Great question. Um, well, they could have a group of peers. Um, okay, like an know. owner, potentially doesn't have a boss, yep. right? Yeah, so, you know, um, one of the great things about Nextar is the networking. I mean, yeah. there's, there's somebody in this organization that is going through or been through what it is that you're going through. Okay. Um, Peabods are certainly great, you know, for depending upon That's how... That's a personal they, board of directors thank is what you. you're talking about. Yeah, personal yeah. board of directors uh, within Nextar. So I'm a, I'm a member of one, and, and we talk weekly, um, and we sort of hold each other accountable to... Are there some, consequences there? There, there typically are uh, not as many negative consequences as there could be, but there are some positive ones. Um, and how does uh, that work, Bill? Because, you know, as an employer of somebody, I can really have... A negative consequence. Your Peabod can't do anything but yell at you, right? They have a Nerf knife. They look scary, but they can't hurt you. It's so right? true. Yeah. So how does that work? Um, you? you know, sometimes uh, it's it's frustrating. Sometimes, quite honestly, um, you know that that we give feedback to each other and it goes uh, sometimes uh, ignored. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I think now that we're talking about it, is that it's our responsibility to be honest with our fellow uh, okay. members and just you know tell them exactly how you feel and what you what you're seeing. At the end of the day, it's their choice. It's anybody's choice right. what they want to do. Um, right. But um, you know we've got a couple of members in our Peabod that are are pretty um, good at holding people accountable. Um, They'll remember. They remember um, like elephants, actually. Um, so they don't forget anything. Um, so uh, okay. you know, it's, I think I know some of those people. Yeah, by the way. without a doubt. Yeah. So, and those of you that are listening, you know who you are. Um, so I, I think it's important to have uh, ground rules. You know, if you're going to set up something like that, that okay. Every, you know, everybody. You know, it's okay to be honest, and, and it's okay to sort of call us out and tell us what you see. And it's a judgment-free zone. You know, no one's gonna gonna say that you're doing, you know, you're a bad person or you this that. We're human beings. We all have the same challenges, and and some of us uh, need a you know need a push every once in a while. Yeah. Well said. But but the truth is, if you say you're going to do something and you don't, you yeah. Know, you know, it's 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 funny what I. Um, I was at a uh, an event um, this past weekend for my for my daughter, and uh, I won't get into the details of it. But th- there was a speaker there who had a great analogy, and uh, he brought two volunteers up from the audience, and in front of them were was a tube of toothpaste and a spoon for each of the two people. And he said, "Okay, you have um, you have to, you know the first thing that I want you to do is to get all of that toothpaste out of that tube as quickly as possible." And he's like, "Ready, go!" And then you know. You know the kids are up there and they're squeezing the toothpaste. In 15 seconds, those those tubes of toothpaste were empty. And then the next part was he goes, all right, now I want you to take the spoon, and I want you to get that toothpaste back into the tube. So now there's toothpaste all over the place, all over their hands, and uh, and it's a mess. And of course, not much of the toothpaste got back into the tube. So we're all sitting there going, well, this is fun and fun to watch. Um, and we're kind of wondering what the, what the point is. And right so am at, I right now. Yeah, go ahead. So, so right about I'm that sure time. I'm sure it's going to end well. Yeah, go ahead. so right about that time, the speaker said, he goes, I'm sure you're all wondering why I asked him to do this. And, yeah. and he was talking about integrity. He said, it's very easy to let the integrity out of your tube, but getting it back in the tube 
is a much more challenging uh -huh. thing. Um, so when you say that you're going to do something, that's your integrity. Um, you're letting toothpaste out if you don't do it. Um, so we teach integrity as the alignment between your words and your action, right? Absolutely. So if I say I'm going to do something and I don't, that's right. a break in integrity. Absolutely. So when you say you're going to do something, think about that tube of toothpaste and, and that spoon in your hand trying to get that back in again. So it, it uh, slowly reduces your integrity um, if you say you're going to do it and you don't. That's awesome, Bill. That's a great way to end this story. So thank you very much, Bill. I appreciate uh, your time here. So let's just kind of recap what uh, you said. Um, the most, one of the most important lessons you've pulled out as a trainer is this concept of ABC as it relates to management, which is antecedent behavior and consequence. Yep. And the antecedent is the training, mm -hmm. which accounts for a 20% return. Mm -hmm. And the consequence accounts for 80% of the return. Yet we spend 80% of our time on the antecedent and less than 20% of the time on the consequence. And maybe we should reverse that. Yep. Is that it? That's it. Anything else you'd like to share with this, Bill? That's it. It's been my pleasure, and it's always fun to be with you, Jack. Thank you so much for all you do for NextStar. Thank you for being a trainer here. And thank you all for listening to another episode of Leadership Lounge. This is Jack Tester with Bill Raymond. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much. Thanks so much.